0: Just trust your gut and go for the thing that feels right for you as well, because if it doesn't feel right for you, you won't be committed.
1: Hello, friends, and welcome to The Block, the building, learning, and organizational culture podcast. I'm your host, Heidi Kirby, and on today's episode, I'm talking to the co-founder of Offbeat, Lavinia Mehadentou, about what it's like to start a newsletter, what it's like to start a business, and how to curate amazing content. Hey Lavinia, how are you?
0: Hi, I'm I'm well, thank you. It's been a long day already, but all good.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Good, good. I'm glad to have you here on the podcast and we'll just get right into it. Why don't you tell me a little bit about you, where you come from, what you're working on today, and anything fun you want to share?
0: Awesome. So I'm from, uh, first, I'm from Europe, from Bucharest, Romania. Um, I've been an L&D professional, officially and undercover, for about nine years now. I started in in higher ed first, designing career development Mm -hmm. programs for students, and then I moved to the beautiful corporate world. (laughs)
1: Yay. Awesome. (laughs) And so you have started a wonderful newsletter called Offbeat. You want to tell me a little bit about that and how that came to be? Yeah,
0: it's such a funny story because um, I started it in the pandemic, at the beginning of the pandemic. Mm -hmm. Uh, It was mostly because I was bored out of my mind. (laughs) (laughs) Because uh, yeah, no interaction with friends, family. I had to stay in my house like everyone else, obviously. And I started this uh, series of weekly LinkedIn posts. Someone suggested it, uh, suggested me to turn it into a newsletter. And I said, okay, let's try this. And uh, last week I sent the 109 issue, and I yeah, I can't believe it.
1: (laughs) It's amazing, and it's weekly. Yes,
0: it it's weekly.
1: Yeah. So how do you keep up with all of the content creation slash curation? Because I just started a newsletter bi-weekly. I'm on the fifth issue. And I'm like, how am I going to keep this up?
0: <laughs> I think it's a lot about habits, to be honest. Like, um, I picked up some very good habits right from the start. So uh, each day, I spend some time just looking through a LinkedIn and this is like my first tip for everyone started any starting a newsletter i think having a good linkedin feed with people that you follow that you appreciate maybe they have different opinions over stuff that also helps um so i i do this and then i have you know uh, in 2 years i gathered some Trusted sources. So I spent time just going through them and seeing if they have something new. So this is what I kind of do from Monday to Thursday. And then what I do is uh, I, I spend uh, Fridays just going through uh, all the resources that I've gathered. I usually save them to a bookmark. So it's nothing fancy. Sure. I don't use a tool. Maybe I should use one, but I can't seem to to pick it you up. You have
1: your routine down though. Yeah. You already have it. <laughs> yeah, exactly.
0: <laughs> Probably because I don't want to disrupt it because I'm afraid yeah. of what might happen, you know? I hear that. Yeah. 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 So uh, Fridays I go through through everything. And uh, I just uh, put the newsletter together and write my uh, reflections as well.
1: I love it. That's so great. I'm usually like scrambling on Tuesday morning (laughs) to put all my stuff together and thinking like, what is it going to be about this week? But I, I do, I resonate with that idea of being bored during the pandemic and starting something. That's how this podcast got started. And to me, it's much easier than curating content mm-hmm. and trying to pull together resources. Like, I just need to find one resource, you <laughs> in this case, and just ask a bunch of questions yep. and it's easy, yep. you know,
0: so. It, I'm sure it still has its its challenges,
1: <laughs> you know. Oh, sure. But yeah, uh,
0: but yeah I and I uh, have the bad fortune of sending the newsletter on a Sunday, so. <laughs> <laughs> that wasn't <laughs> fun. But yeah, it's it's still lovely. And I wanted to say something else. The fact that talking to people, just like talking to you or anyone in LD, is also a great source of inspiration because I keep hearing their, their issues and I come back to the resources I found or my or my own experiences. So um yeah, I get to reflect in writing as well.
1: That's awesome. So how has offbeat kind of opened up that network for you
0: well um what i did was and what i still do is share every time a new uh, newsletter issue is launched and tagging all the amazing people that write articles or uh, do podcasts like yourself um, and uh, that's how people reached out to me started following me and I got to meet so many amazing people from all over the world in these two years. Um, and it's been great. Like, I also got to learn a lot about the, the power of networking and uh, social learning, communities of practice, which is uh, kind of great.
1: Do you have fans? Yeah. Oh, my God.
0: <laughs> oh, there are some very funny people. People, it's It's really... Even hard for me to say fans, but there are some people that maybe we met um, right now and they've been following off for, for two years yeah. or uh, one year and they say,
1: oh my God, I'm finally meeting you. But I think... Isn't it crazy? Yeah, yeah it is. It's so <laughs> wild. It's like, who, me? Yeah,
0: exactly. I'm like, no, I think fans is a very, very strong word. <laughs>
1: They're, well, we can call them fans of the newsletter. Yes, yes, that that yeah.
0: feels better. Fans for me. of the <laughs>
1: newsletter rather than fans, because I have fans of the podcast. They're not fans of me. Yeah. They're fans of the <laughs> podcast. But yeah, I mean, having something that's lasted for two years like that consistently, you end up with all of these people who are like, "I've listened to every episode. I've read every issue. I've. It's been so helpful." And at some point. You don't have to market it as hard because it's it's taken on a life of its own, and people find value in it and I think um offbeat has been that way for me since the beginning, and I think i um I know it was my l and d bestie Aaron Chancellor that sent it to me the first time, but i think i I think I ended up maybe like halfway through like up, like uh issue fifty or something. <laughs> So, Offbeat is now more than a Mm newsletter, though, Mm -hmm. right? Tell me a little bit about that. Yeah,
0: so as I was saying earlier, I think I discovered the the power of community, right, and the power of social learning and sharing knowledge, and how important is that to anyone's career development and growth journey, right? And uh, I... The newsletter is, is still kind of one directional, I would say. Like I do get some replies, I, I people recommend resources and all that, but I always felt like you know I, I like to connect people. I like to see people connecting to each other and answering each other's questions, right? So um yeah, this year we started this this private collective of LND professionals where we run like we we do run events like any other community does but we have some um we, we try and embed some practicals practical ways of learning as well we have uh because in 2 years you can imagine we've gathered such a huge library of resources and we finally got the chance to put it all together and uh people that are fellows can go through them and filter them and even save them to their own board so um yeah we are, we are just trying to build this collective where self-directed learning is very very important uh, as important as social learning and sharing knowledge so yeah that's what we've been up to
1: yeah and how has that been like what what has the shift been like
0: uh, for myself, it's amazing because yeah. I get to interact with people, and I think I get to know them a bit more personally than than uh, I did before. We have this uh, we we run masterminds, small groups of people, and we've been meeting. We have two of them because we're not such a big community, but we've been meeting for I think five months now, uh, every two weeks, and the kind of relationship that forms around such a group is it's yeah it's getting just so personal and we know each other's struggles and when someone says something we say oh yeah because you mentioned it so it's yeah it definitely gets more personal and authentic which helps you know with psychological safety which is you know we already know how important that is for for learning so yeah it's it's amazing
1: Yeah. And what kind of, let's start with the newsletter, but what would you recommend to someone who is thinking about starting a newsletter? Because (laughs) I see, I get invited to subscribe to newsletters (laughs) on LinkedIn, like (laughs) at least twice a week, if not more. And I just say yes and then i never go back <laughs> <to them. laughs> Because, like, Li- LinkedIn is clunky mm-hmm. to me for newsletters, first of all. And I keep forgetting that they exist. Yep. And there's no, like, reminder. Like, you don't get, like, something in your email or with all your newsletters. It's just, like, they're hanging out somewhere. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so I feel like, you know, everybody jumped on the newsletter bandwagon because LinkedIn offered that. Mm-hmm. But that there wasn't necessarily like a lot of planning and value Mm -hmm. and something somebody said to me about my podcast recently really resonated with me where they were like think about how many people start a podcast and then think about how many people are still doing it Mm -hmm. two years later Mm -hmm. and I think the same goes for a newsletter right so how do you what tips would you give and how do you like what advice do you have for being consistent Mm -hmm. and and keeping it long term Mm -hmm. Well, I think, so
0: reading a newsletter or listening to to a podcast, it's a habit, right? And forming a habit, that's what we want as creators, right? And forming a habit takes time, hence why a creator needs consistency. Because, you know, at first I was sending off bits to 40 people or something and it was, okay, 40 people, but it, again, it grew organically and I needed patience. I think patience helps a lot with being consistent. So that's first, be aware that th- this is a new habit for people and they need time to, to form that habit. And I think, to be honest, it's, it's not only about consistency. It's even about when you send the newsletter. For example, although it's not the easiest for me to send it on a Sunday, but people have gotten used to receiving it and next day, Monday morning, it's in their emails and they start their week with the newsletter. I've received this feedback a lot. So again, although it's not that fun, I, I remember I I was on a holiday and I was uh, on a <laughs> Grand Prix for Formula One and I was in the parking lot and I had to send the <laughs> newsletter and I sent the newsletter, you know? So
1: That's dedication <laughs> right there.
0: Yeah, so th- that's the first thing. Then when it comes to how you can be consistent Again, I think it's all about habits because, you know, having those 15, 20 minutes, 30 minutes a day when I'm bored, when whatever, but I try to to do that every day. And also because, you know, I learned so much out of, you know, curating the resources because I have to read them and I want to make sure that their quality is high. So, Myself as an LND professional, I also learned a lot, a lot. So you have to make sure mm. that yeah, you learn on the go as well. Um Yeah. Yeah. I think the these I are think my that's thoughts. really
1: great. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's really great. I think that what you said about it being a habit is really important. Um, that's kind of how I've kept up with the podcast for so long, is it just, you know. If I don't have a guest, I know that I'm gonna have to at least come up with something by myself. Mm -hmm. And it really becomes that, you know, I I have to do this. It's not an option. To the point where I don't even forget, I just know that it's the opposite Tuesday now, Mm -hmm. right? Mm -hmm. And I'm like, oh, it's podcast Tuesday, gotta have something ready. And I have such a process, and what you were saying about You know, it being simple and bookmarking things is the same for me. Like, I don't edit the episodes really heavily, (laughs) right? I I try to keep the conversations as natural Mm -hmm. as possible and have very little editing so that really it takes maybe two hours (laughs) with a recording like (laughs) this to produce it at this point which is super awesome because it used to take a lot longer <laughs> yep. than that And once you get that routine down like you said you can be <laughs> you can be going oh no I've got to publish this podcast from my car out of town and you know it's but you also what what drives me a little bit too is like the the expectation of the people who've become the audience right like of the people who are fans of the newsletter and the podcast you don't want to let them down right like that's the people please me, right likewise that like I don't want them to not have a podcast episode if they're Mm -hmm. expecting one and I think that that like that's motivation that we don't always think about but that is so important yeah
0: I I completely relate to that and to be honest at first I I was like, who would not notice if I I don't send yeah. it or if I make a change? And then I made the, the, a change to the newsletter, and someone commented on LinkedIn. I'm not seeing that <laughs> section any longer. Is it not there? I, I, have you dropped it? And I was, oh my god, people notice. So yeah, I think like we're we're human beings, right? Even the feedback that you get, that you help someone, especially working in learning and development. <laughs> to yes, be like getting that feedback that, oh my God, that article have uh, helped me in designing the uh, program I'm doing, or I've uh, shared it with my manager and we're doing this now. So yeah, that helps a lot, a lot. But on on the other hand, because I was speaking about patience, that took a while, you know, until I got that feedback. So,
1: yes, that's very true. You have to have like you have to build it up as a mm-hmm. habit first for you, yeah. Before yeah. everyone else starts noticing it, and yeah, especially with the things like you know offbeat and the block that are that were gro- grown organically, yeah. right? Like I've never paid for the yeah. ads or you know <laughs> anything like that or any type of like it's all just been me mm-hmm. promoting it and the wonderful people that I talk to and. That's the other great part is like including other people (laughs) helps so much and it helps. Across the board, because then you're you're giving them a platform. Mm -hmm. It's like a win-win-win, right? Yes,
0: exactly. And I was actually, because this idea of learning newsletters, even internally in in organizations, uh, I've had so many conversations about that lately. Even today, I had one, to be honest. And um, in in the latest Offbit issue, I actually wrote about newsletters. And I mentioned this, you know, involve people in all sorts of ways in your newsletter. For example, in Offbit, we have a section called Five to Go where we invite people to to share their recommendations, right? Uh, or we have the Spotlight where we invite them to reflect on their own learnings. And they get to share and they also mention this, you know, reflection moment as, as being very powerful for them as well. So, yeah, I... I completely understand what you're saying.
1: <laughs> and then on the other side of things, you're you're building a business now.
0: <laughs> yes, I am.
1: So give me some advice about that and what what that's been like and what you would recommend to people who are thinking about starting their own business or cohort-based courses or community things like that. Mm-hmm. Yeah,
0: so it's it's a combination of things to be honest. Like it's the the freedom can be uh, very fulfilling, obviously, but it can also stop you from doing things uh, because there are so many options out there. So, Mm. And you're making all the decisions, right? And you need to just trust your gut. Obviously, do your research. I would say that's that's the first thing. And once your gut is informed with the research that you've been doing... Just trust your gut and go for the thing that feels right for you as well. Because if it doesn't feel right for you, you won't be committed, right? So that's the first thing. Then another thing that keeps happening to me and I have to to just uh, take a step back and reflect is that I have this big vision for Offbeat, right? So I know where I want to get, but... Truth is that today I have to do the work that I have to do today, and I have to take maybe a very small step towards that big, big vision. So I always try and you know keep myself as grounded as possible and always looking at the next step I, I have to take, as little as that is, because um it yeah, it just helps in not becoming very anxious because you won't reach that vision any any time soon, right? So, yeah, you need to, yeah, just just take the the next small step. And the other thing is also figuring out what feeds you, right? Because mm. the, yes. especially when you're so small, just like with the newsletter, right? Like feedback isn't coming in on a regular basis, right? So you need yeah. to have some metrics for yourself to feel like you're you're progressing or yes. just uh, having some some feedback loops for for yourself just not to go crazy i guess
1: <laughs> no all of that is so great i love what you said about having like the informed gut because i feel like a lot of times especially on social media on like linkedin and everything people they're they're pushing the hustle culture mm-hmm. so hard yes. right They're like, you know, um, I was just talking with my business coach, Sarah Canistra, about Mm. this yesterday. You know, Sarah. Yeah. (laughs) And, um, you know, she was saying, like, there's all this stuff around just dive in, like jump in with both feet. And she's like, why can't you just walk (laughs) into the water slowly? Like, that's an option, too. And I think that that kind of goes with taking in all the information. And, you know, I'm actually working on building a side L&D business right now. And so a lot of that resonates with me, too, of I have all these big things mm-hmm. that I want to do, and I know that they're not going to all happen instantly. And you have to have like your today baby steps like it's OK to daydream about mm-hmm. where you're going to be in six months. Mm-hmm. But then you have to bring yourself back down and say, how am I going to wade into the kitty pool? Yeah,
0: <laughs> that's so cute. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, yeah. And you mentioned something very interestingly, actually. Um, so I, I tend to uh, go into work like very, very deep, um, which is not healthy, especially, uh, you know, having your own thing. It can feel like if you're not there, if you're not working, your your business isn't mm. progressing as well. Yeah. But uh, to be fully honest, like, having your mental health, spending time with the people you love, spending time with yourself, that's so, so important because it feeds you and it gives you like mental space to, um, yeah, just relax and then come back to work with, with more energy. And yeah, that's so important. And I feel like Right now, if you're looking at all the interviews and all the big uh, entrepreneurs and all that, exactly like you were saying, like hustle and work. It is work hard, don't get me wrong, but it's also work smart, I guess, with yourself as well.
1: Yeah, you have to take care of yourself first and like you you know, you think of your, your business or your career as like a little baby and it's like the oxygen mask on the airplane, right? Like you have to put yours on first before you can put yours on your little baby and you're not going to have any energy to put into it mm-hmm. if you're spending that all on other things. And the best entrepreneurs I know set those, like you, just like you were saying, set some of those really clear boundaries around you know, I don't start work every morning until 10. Mm -hmm. I don't do meetings on Friday. Mm -hmm. I make sure that I take, you know, a week off every couple of months Mm -hmm. and do nothing, Mm -hmm. you know, like they have these little rituals, right, for for preservation and mental health and making sure that they take care of themselves. And I think that that's that's really important because we don't see as much of that yep. on social media. Yep, that's that's right. But, you know, even with social media, you don't know
0: what's behind, right? You don't know what's happening Absolutely.
1: in the brain of Absolutely. And you people. only see the big glamorous things yep. and you don't see... Um, that's why I'm so passionate about just sharing like all of it, the good, but the bad and the ugly, yep. right? Because I think a lot of people get discouraged when they only see the good things and... You know, I think that a lot more people would try. And there's so many smart people out there with great ideas that are probably a little bit discouraged by the fact that all they see is the good yeah. things.
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah. I completely agree.
1: <laughs> yeah. No, that's great. So my last question for you, just to wrap things up, is what resource, other than offering, <laughs> of course... <laughs> Because that'll be linked in the show notes, of course. But what resource other than Offbeat would you recommend to someone who, I'll let you choose, wants to either build a business or start their own content curation slash Uh newsletter? (laughs) Oh,
0: that's hard. Um, (laughs) So if they want to start their own content curation... I would that's actually really hard. Um, I would look obviously at products and people mm. that are already doing this. So I'm I'm a very a huge copycat. So I I look at what others are doing and I I yeah. say, "Oh my god, this applies for me as well." So just go into. I'm not sure if people are familiar with this, but product hunt is a huge source of inspiration. And any uh, every other day um, newsletters and and um, yeah, products that are meant for curation uh, pop up in there. So they can go and and it's also actually also a very good inspiration for people that want to start their businesses because it's you know seeing products every other day in there you you just realized realize how big the world is and how many you know how from a really small idea something can can be born right so it's it's full of inspiration product hunt i i have to admit
1: cool yeah yeah. I've never heard of it. I'm going to check it out. Now. Awesome. <laughs> awesome. Well, thank you so much, Lavinia, for joining me. It's been an absolute pleasure talking <laughs> to you. Likewise. Thank you for
0: for uh, having me here. And uh, yeah, just good luck with the podcast. You're doing an amazing job. <laughs>
1: Thanks. Good luck with the newsletter. Thank it you. Rocks. Awesome. Thanks again for joining me on the blog. If you enjoyed this episode, please share it with friends and review us on your favorite podcast platform. I hope you'll tune in again soon.